Hello, and welcome to another edition of LISI's award-winning Carrier Calls podcast series. Each segment is designed to bring you in on a conversation we're having with our valued carrier partners. Here you'll get the inside information on what sets them apart, how they are raising service levels, and what's next on the horizon. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to LISI Carrier Call. I'm Rebecca with our Intel team. Today, we're talking CalChoice, and I'm excited to welcome back to the podcast, Michael Payton and David McClintock. Michael, David, thanks for joining us. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do at CalChoice? Sure. Thanks, Rebecca. Appreciate you having us. This is Michael, uh, Michael Payton, as you mentioned. I'm the Senior Vice President of Sales and Account Management. So everything, sales, renewals, account management, sales operations, underwriting. I'm David McClintock. I'm the Vice President of New Sales here at Choice Administrators, and I'm responsible for all of the day-to-day operations as it relates to our sales talent, our sales team, and obviously responsible for hitting new business uh, revenue targets and goals. So thank you for hosting today. We're excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited to have you. Hey, let's jump right in. Tell me what is new for CalChoice in 2021. I like to put things into buckets. You know, when I'm looking at, at 2021, We have initiatives that are spanning the horizon of technology. We have our brand new refreshed, modernized website. In 2021, you're going to continue to see us grow and, and modernize and be a company that's, that's easier to work with. You know, I think when you, when you talk about the product portfolio, if you're asking what's new from a product standpoint, we are looking as always to expand both California choice as well as choice builder. I can tell you we will be expanding both of those portfolios. You know, I don't think we're ever going to reach a point where we stop trying to expand our portfolio. I guess that is until our carriers give us every single plan they have, every single network. I think we're starting to see at least, you know, the early votes would show us in January is you're seeing a, a lot of the work that we materialized in 20 really take full force in early January 21. And it's been a lot of positive changes that we have impacted the marketplace, including underwriting updates to make it easier for us to do business with. But I think for 21, outside of the the larger initiatives around technology and product initiatives in terms of expansion, what we're seeing really is just the market really understanding where we've landed and getting a better grasp of all the different positive changes that we've had. I don't want to get too far into the underwriting weeds. That's what your fantastic LISI sales team is for. But I do want to touch on the big change for groups coming from Kaiser to CalChoice. Ultimately, we felt that it was in the best interest of both of our organizations, you know, to really to be able to work together on on going out, gathering new business and growing, you know, growing market share together. There's been so many lessons learned um, in the midst of this global crisis, this global pandemic. Um, not only just in the way that we operate our business and how we interact with our customer base, but beyond that, we expanded even the dates for submission um, in really allowing to nearly the middle of the month uh, for that effective month for groups to be able to submit. And a lot of that has to do with us having to alter how we approach business day and how we look at it. We just understand that, you know, the turnaround time for case submission for all parties involved just takes a little bit longer today. And want to be considerate of that, we certainly want to accommodate. So we've extended the submission deadline. In addition to that, we extended or at least enhanced our prior carrier bill submission 
We do know that in a lot of cases, uh, employer groups are looking to switch from, you know, wherever they may be to hopefully come to choice. That is the goal. We do feel that we have the best, you know, program in the marketplace today for California small group that those changes though oftentimes encompass a lot of different pieces. We want to make it easier for the brokers and the consumers like to be able to do that by just submitting a prior carrier bill. We made it easier for the groups to come on board by adjusting what our new business requirements are for newly formed businesses. And there's been a whole host of other things that we have updated to to make us, um, again, I think be at least not only in line with the marketplace, but probably far better in some cases when the marketplace is. That's all wonderful information. I feel like the through line that I always get with CalChoice is about simplicity. You hit on that earlier, Michael, and you hit on that, David, with every decision you make is about what can make it more simple for the employer or the broker to access services through Caltrace. And I think that's really great that, you know, everything that you talk about comes back to that. It's just been a mission of ours to make life as easy as possible in a market that has longstanding been very legislated. It's very labor intensive. There's a lot of details in it. And we know from our experience, from the feedback we get from everybody, the more simple we can make it, the more easier we are to do business with. You know, it's kind of the path of least resistance. Our product portfolio, which we believe is really second to none, you know, when you look at having, um, you know, the eight different health plans in our portfolio, 20 different networks, almost 100 plans, I mean, up and down the 19 different rating areas, uh, our, our portfolio can't be matched as it relates to product and access to care from a network standpoint, as well as price point diversity. So, you know, it's been a work in progress and we're going to continue to listen and we're going to continue to try and fit the needs of everybody. This has been a great update at what's new in 2021. Our brokers are already looking forward to Q2. Do you have any sneak peek at what's on the horizon for Q2? We do have some things that we will be launching in Q2 as well as Q3. Uh, I'm talking both CalChoice and Choice Builder, some new products into the portfolios that I think are going to generate quite a bit of interest. Just know that, yeah, we're not done. In 2021, we're going to be launching some new products. And the only other thing I would add as far as, you know, Q2 updates, I think, you know, it can't be understated the fact of, you know, launching a new website. And I think you touched on this earlier, Rebecca, about, you know, the ease of which we do business in. And you think about how important the interaction is of a website, really, it's your brand's landing page, right? It's, it's supposed to tell of you and, and what you're about consequently. And the new website, uh, for all intents and purposes, is really going to align uh, under that guise of the ease of doing business. And we're really proud of what we have been able to accomplish eternally uh, with our IT department and ultimately what that's going to look like for each one of the customer bases that we serve. Absolutely. Well, as we start to wrap up our time, what is the last thing that you want to leave in front of brokers? What has become the new predictable norm um, in, in the midst of a global pandemic, um, we have fully operationalized as an organization. And we are certainly ready uh, to meet the demands and the needs of what the marketplace needs today. In 2020, there was a lot of lessons learned, uh, both externally and internally. And we had to be not only, I, I think we had to be in front of the curve on things that were going to be happening. That's why you hear the planning phases that we have coming out in Q1, Q2, Q3, and beyond. Uh, but we also had to really try to change gears uh, midsection with the day-to-day -day and how we operate our business. And 
for anybody that's been affected by the pandemic, I certainly hope that everybody first and foremost is staying you know, safe and certainly staying healthy. And we've had to look at those principles too, as we look at our employee population to make sure that the people that we serve today, uh, we're also you know, being mindful of their safety. Today, even though we are in a work from home environment or a remote environment or whatever the catchphrases we're using today, even though we're not in person, it's probably the easiest way to put it. Um, that has not stopped us from being able to serve our constituents. Um, in large part, I will tell you that there have been so many efficiencies that we have garnered from this that we could argue um, just based on statistical numbers and some of the data input that we have, that we're probably a little bit more efficient than we have been in the past. So in closing, I'd want the, the audience to know simply this. We are absolutely listening and we are absolutely making the changes that the audience is desiring. And even though we are in an environment that has placed us remote, it has not stopped us from delivering a best-in-class experience to both brokers, general agent partners, and the clients that we serve today. For me, you know, as, as I look on, on 2021 and, and the things that, that we want to accomplish and we want people to remember, for me, it's just the fact that, you look, we've, we've been here 25 years and, and we're not going anywhere. We're going to be around another 25 plus years. So, you know, thanks to you, Rebecca, and the LISI team. And uh, thanks to the agent community for all your support over the years. Absolutely. And thank you so much for joining us today. And thanks everyone for listening. For more info on what we discussed today, check out our show notes on LISIbroker.com. If you have any questions, reach out to your LISI sales team. And if you have a topic that you would like for us to tackle, shoot us an email at intel at LISIbroker.com. Thanks. Enjoy what you're hearing. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple, or find us on your favorite podcatcher. You were talking about work from home environments. I just adopted like a 14 pound Tomcat that's not used to being a pet yet. So it's a good thing I was on mute because he would like keep slapping me in the middle of it. Like, would you stop it? So. <laughs> 14 pound cat.